sacks a week across 15 Portland area public elementary schools during the school year and 400 sacks a week across four parks in the summer. Our motto is simple. We are Portland Backpack. We make sure the kids you see every day eat every day. More information at portlandbackpack.com. Stay tuned. You're listening to X-Ray FM.
To X-Ray FM. You are listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM. Streaming online everywhere at X-Ray.FM as well as on the coast at 91.7. Manzanita, Rockaway, Wheeler, Nehalem. Shout out to the coast. If you are listening on December the 14th, I believe is the date. December 14th, 2023. Welcome to a live broadcast of Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. Not only that, it's a live broadcast from the beautiful Slingshot Lounge in Southeast Portland. Not only that, there's people here. We have, we have, uh, special, uh, special guests and, uh, I, I don't even know where to begin. We've got the Pizza Johnnies are here. We've got uh, Woodchip Dave and Tracy and uh, special guest Herman Canefield. Is that how we Wakefield. Jeez, I'm sorry. Herman Wakefield. I had I, I, I met someone else whose last name was Canfield. Okay, Herman Wakefield. Excuse me. Um, all right. Uh, and it says, um, Listening to you live from my house in uh, St. John's is uh, is Gold Gay, I believe. Yes, Gold Gay. Good to hear from you, Gold Gay. Uh, he was at the he was at the show last week. Um, and uh, another text coming in uh, saying the date on my calendar is Thursday, December fourteenth, two thousand and twenty-three. That's the date on my calendar too. If that's the date on your calendar, you have tuned in to a live broadcast of sex drugs and basketball if you've never heard this show before those are our three um three favorite subjects sex drugs and basketball um but we talk about other things too and uh we have several people uh who text in regularly uh what's exciting tonight is that the pizza johnnies are here and they are uh Usually you guys are texting in, but now you're lot you're live here, so that's always fun when the Pizza Johnnies are here, um, as well as uh, Herman Wakefield, uh, who is an who is an internet personality, I should say. Uh, so if you if you want to get familiar, if you're not already familiar um, with with uh, Herman Wakefield, uh, 
check check him out on uh, on Instagram. He's a a meme. How what would you, what would you say? Meme artist, meme creator. Meme creator okay. Uh huh. He he makes his own memes. Okay, so that's what we've got here. Um, also, we just got a text from Rapscallion Jones, who's on her way. This is going to be this is going to be a lot of people. I GT is here. Um, so uh, it's this is a this is a fun night. If you would like to say hello, we're here at the uh, at the Slingshot Lounge. Um, GTs. I don't know whether he's here for the show or he's just here. He's got some friends over at the out table, but we're sitting outside. Uh, it's a it's a nice night for a December night. It's not too cold. We have heaters out here, um, so come on by and say hello. Or if you're cozy wherever you're at, text us. Okay, we love getting text messages on this show. Nine seven one. Two two zero five nine seven nine. That's nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. Text us anything you want. Okay. Someone just sent a picture of a baked potato, uh, and it, it it says sex, drugs, and dot 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 a baked potato. Um, that is a nice looking baked potato. It's not just a baked potato. It's a baked potato with like green, some chives maybe, and uh, bacon bits and sour cream. It's like the full the full deal um okay well that looks delicious uh yeah if, if you're if you're eating something and want to send a picture of it we are more than happy to comment on your food or your weed or your drugs the pizza johnnies are eating tater tots and cauliflower roasted cauliflower there um so uh so that's what we're doing here we're on the back porch of the slingshot lounge if you're trying to picture what's going on here um Okay, 971-220-5979 is the uh the number to call. I apologize for uh getting on the air late today by the way. I um I arrived at the Slingshot Lounge ready to set up and I uh, had forgotten a crucial piece of equipment. Uh so I sped back through the uh the streets of Portland. I don't know how I did that. I'm it's been a it's been a long day. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, electromagnetic text in. It says not to be a Debbie Downer, but I'm hoping we don't get too deep into the garden plot tonight because I was super busy with work and only had time to listen to two episodes, and I'm hooked. Uh, well, yeah, that was your homework. The Pizza Johnnies were like they w- they came ready to talk about the garden. So, um, you know, you might have to. You, we might have some spoilers. I will say. Uh, electromagnetic there's not like a lot and this is sort of a spoiler in and of itself but there's not a lot of like spoiler information between the second and the final episode it's totally fun to watch and uh, I I do want to talk about the garden uh, which is a documentary on HBO if anyone wants to talk about it uh, it's called the garden culture commune um, but uh, anyways we'll, we'll, we'll try not to we'll let you know we'll give spoiler aler- alerts if there's any information uh we got a text that says, I'm about to eat some pizza and wings. I know who I, kn- I know I know who this texter is and I, um, their name because they text a lot. They always text their, their, uh, but I can't, but now I can't, I can't quite put it together. You have to remind me if you have a, like a, a nickname on this show and, um, and you'd like us to use it, you remind me because I won't always recognize your number or, uh, you know, uh, who who you are necessarily? Anyways, I, you're the one who always texts the date, and you're eating pizza and wings. Um, and it's good to hear from you. It's good to hear from anybody. You don't have to be a regular texter. 
Uh, if you want to, if you want to join the conversation, just text away. Our motto is no text is too stupid for sex, drugs, and basketball. We love jokes. If you have any jokes, uh, we always are looking for new jokes. Text us 971-220-5979. Lots to talk about. We want to get, we want to get to our, uh, our guest, the meme creator, and, uh, we want to talk to the Pizza Johnnies, and um, and we want to talk about the garden. So k- get your text coming. I think I'm going to take a, a quick break uh, so I can um, I can get further acclimatized. Um, but uh, we always like to play music from bands that are playing in town um, this week. And so uh, with that in mind, um, I'm going to play uh, th- that's sort of our, our theme. Um I think I'm going to start off. Um, so Patterson Hood is playing. Um, he's playing like three nights, 19th, 20th, and 21st this week um, at Show Bar. And uh, Patterson Hood is best known as the um, as the uh, lead singer for Drive-By Truckers. And so I'm going to play uh, a song by um, Drive-By Truckers. Uh, I think we'll do. Uh, this song is called Ryan. This is off of uh, the Southern Rock opera um album which uh, i always thought was kind of a, a cool album by them and this is called ronnie and neil it's about ronnie van zant and neil young i believe
Support for X-Ray FM comes from Spielman Bagels and Coffee. Opened by Rick Spielman and his son, Raph, Spielman has been serving handmade boiled and baked bagels and coffee since 2011. Their flagship store can be found on Southeast 21st and Division, or find one of their other shops on Northwest 23rd and Lovejoy, Northeast 22nd and Broadway, or in Multnomah Village. Okay, okay, okay. Hello, hello, hello. We are back um, with Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. We've got... um, Oh, yeah, you can put that under there. Um, We've got the Pizza Johnnies in the house, and uh, we've got uh, Dave the Wood Guy and Tracy and Herman Wakefield, uh, who is a... uh, who is best known as a meme creator, and we're going to find out what exactly that means uh, in just a minute. Uh, I did want to uh, mention that that was Patterson Hood, or that was Drive-By Truckers in honor of the fact that Patterson Hood is playing in town. Um, he's uh, he's playing at the show at Show Bar, uh, three shows, December 19th, 20th, and 21st. Um, okay, uh, let's just get into it. Uh, can you Can you hear what I'm saying herman i can hear you okay and then can you hear your mic i can hear my mic okay so um let's so let's just let's start from the beginning i heard about you through uh dave the wood guy who's who's a regular on this show and he kept like in all honesty he kept saying he was like you got to have this guy on you got to have herman on you got to you got to check out his stuff so he sends me your work a lot which i do agree is funny um (laughs) But, um, so, so he, but he, uh, I, but I didn't realize, I didn't know until I like looked at your, you have like a huge following on Instagram. And so I guess I'd like to know about that. Like, how did that start? Um, how did you become a meme creator? Well, um, and maybe tell uh, people what, what is your, just sort of describe your page to us who, someone who doesn't know it. (laughs) It's very difficult for for me to describe, honestly. Um, So I was a vintage furniture reseller, Uh mid-century furniture. Okay. And any sort of niche interest on earth, there's probably a small meme account making fun of whatever that interest is. Uh There's, you know, like shoegaze music. There's shoegaze meme accounts. Uh, What else? Well, like, you know... Woodworkers, there's like woodworking meme accounts. Okay, okay. So, I just started making. There were some other small mid-century furniture meme accounts, and if you're in that world, like if you, you know, procure furniture and go to uh-huh. estate sales and refinish it and try to sell it to people in Portland, uh huh. Um, you know, it's uh, there's a, probably a few thousand people in America that could relate to the struggles that you experience doing something like that. So, and, and wait, let me and let me interrupt you for one second. Yeah. What tell? So if you're listening to this show and you want to look at the account we're talking about, what is it called? Well, it's it, it lives on Instagram. So the handle uh-huh. is Northwest underscore MCM underscore Wholesale, which is a very <laughs> I've, out, I've outgrown the name. The name uh-huh. was just like a joke on uh-huh. mid-century furniture resellers. There is no mid There's no vintage wholesale. You so know. it's like a fake mid-century modern Northwest wholesaler. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. So if you if you're listening and you look at this account, you'll know what we're talking about now. Just just if you wanted some visuals here. So yeah. so you were doing this and then, but it was like you had a small following at first, I assume. Yeah, very small. I mean, uh-huh. there's nothing crazier than posting memes when you have 30 followers. Uh-huh. But you know, 
even the first couple of days, I didn't tell anyone that I was doing it. I didn't tell any of my friends. Uh-huh. I was, but I was using the kind of relevant hashtags that would get me some followers. So I, early on, I had a, a bunch of, I guess, more well-known nationally uh-huh. vintage dealers, like people that I admired started following me. Uh-huh. You know, so I was just posting away. You know, and then it goes from like 30 to 100 to 500 a couple thousand. I thought I was a. I was like, God, I can't believe I have a couple thousand followers, and it's uh-huh. all it's all vintage dealers and uh, like like architecture nerds that I admire, and they're all uh-huh. follow, they're all following my account. Like, you know, uh-huh. I've uh, I've climbed the mountain. Right. I, I was happy. And then, okay. And how long ago was that that you were just had a few thousand? Uh, it was, um, gosh. 2021. Okay. Yeah. So then was there a moment when you like, was there like a, something that you posted that like it just, it, it took off? Like was it, or was it just a slow climb to where you're at now? Um, well, I think I, I, I posted something about some kind of high end Italian or European sofas and that got me like 5,000 new followers uh-huh. in, in one day. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it is a joke that probably only 5,000 people in the world would even get. But they, <laughs> but they all saw it. So these were like memes about furniture. About furniture, about architecture, about, you know. This me- is like a very, like, specialized very thing. Very correct. So, okay. <laughs> and then, um, and then, so how did you, but that's not really what you do now, though. No, like, not at all. I mean, I, I touch on that a little bit. I, I uh-huh. don't, you know, now it's just, uh, I guess, cultural criticism, uh-huh. for lack of a better word. You know, post hipster uh-huh. criticism. I mean, I, I I make fun of the stuff that I am into, and know? and so. But then, but now you're so. How many your account? I believe it has like some over two hundred and forty thousand people. Yeah, two hundred and forty-four. I think. Okay, yeah. so so what was it like? Somewhere like you sort of became less of a niche thing and like more of a uh, well-known uh, well known okay so in the, I, th- I think I went back and looked at you know s- some story posts or something so last winter last fall I mean I it exploded and I got like a hundred thousand followers in a few months uh-huh and then just been climbing since then I, I wow think I, I don't know exactly what happened I think I just expanded the scope a little bit so uh-huh. you're making fun of architecture and design, you can start making fun of, you know, trendy coffee shops that look like the Apple store, uh-huh. you know. So I started making fun of coffee shops, started making fun of uh, the gentrification letters. Uh-huh. People have already been making fun of this stuff anyway. And you know. and so you create a meme, and then do people just rip it off and then not give you credit? Is that, oh, is that yeah, that stuff? happens, but it doesn't matter, you know. It do, it it's just, <laughs> so do you see your, your memes, like floating around on, on oh, other sites and stuff? Oh, yeah. yeah. And how yeah. do you feel when that happens and it's not attributed to you? Um, I mean, at this point, it's such a big part of my life. It's something I do every day. I'm uh-huh. immune, immune to it. It is weird when, you know, I had a friend from high school send me one. Like, you got to check out this account. Uh-huh. Um, you'd love this, you know. Like, uh-huh. oh, hey, I haven't <laughs> talked to you in a while. I, I run that account. You know, and, I, and, but, and you're anonymous though, like, no, th- it's not, people don't know who you are, right? Uh, the or, secret's kinda out now, especially in Portland, but I, I try okay. to keep, I mean, the thing is, if you tell one person, you might as well just tell. Uh huh. I mean, I do it anonymously now just cause it's like a gimmick of the account. I you see. Know? Okay. Yeah. So, so do, do you ever, do you ever get flack? Like, do people, do you ever post something and, and like someone, Someone comes at you and says it, it's offensive. Oh, co- or yeah, constantly. Yeah, and every, how do you, every day. 
every day. <laughs> yeah. And, and what? How do you handle that? Like what? What? Uh, well, once again, I'm immune to it. I mean, I don't really want my account to get deleted. It's really easy to get enough violations and flags. You know, uh-huh. I think it would be a lot funnier if you could say whatever you wanted. It would probably be more, uh-huh. more quote offensive to people, but uh-huh. but uh, oh, I mean, it's just the most mundane things will offend people. Uh huh. You know, or or you'll get you'll offend people by not, you know, by not saying certain things. Right. You know. Right. Or, I don't. Yeah. You. I would think it would be. I would think being. I think the internet itself is like very. It's it's you know it's very critical of humor, and then it, you're like, but but for stand up comedians and stuff, they're doing their comedy out. You know, it it comes to the internet secondary. But you you the internet's like your home field, so you're like really right out there. Like you can people can you must get a lot of yeah. And then when you right away, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's a weird medium. I mean, it's just a very strange. Uh-huh. It's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. You do, know? do you make money off of this? I make a little money off of it. I'm, I'm, you know, I have opportunities to make more money. Uh-huh. You know, if I wanted to, how are you with the uh, bad words on this? We're on oh, radio, that's a like, good question. Yeah. We, you don't, we can't, we basically don't do bad the, words. The, the major bad words. You can say ass and, uh. Well, I'll just keep it clean then. Yeah. It's PG 13, basically. I'm at church with my grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Age, age 12. Um, you know, there's just a lot of, you know, if you want to run like vibrator ads, or uh-huh. you want to just start shilling stuff, uh-huh. and sh- I, you know, you could probably make a little more money. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I've done sponsored posts, but uh-huh. you know, uh, the sponsored posts, like the, the, the kind of the rules are like, I have to make fun of your product, I have to make fun of your customer. You're going for you know brand awareness and engagement. Uh-huh. You know, we're not gonna try to we're not gonna try to sell whatever. So a product will say <laughs> like will be like, hey, can you sell us? Can you post something about Dr Pepper and like you make fun? Nothing of Nothing that big, but you know brands uh-huh. that people have heard of. I mean, uh-huh. uh, like some of the like Reformation jeans. I did a, uh-huh. a goth music fest in L.A. I mean, I'm really selective. I I don't want uh-huh. I don't want to mention the ones I've turned down, but it's things, uh-huh. it's things people have probably heard of. Okay. Yeah. Um. So it's not. It's it's not. It couldn't. It it doesn't. You have to have a job, basically. I have several jobs. Several yes. jobs. I mean, okay. I could probably swing it from the account, but you know, I just think there's. A, I'm. I'm. This is for all those young people out there who are like, I want to. I want to. You know, be a YouTuber or a meme creator. I feel like that's a lot of young people aspire to well, do that, but they know, don't I, know the economics of it. The honestly. economics of Instagram are terrible. I think if uh-huh. you're on TikTok, if you're on YouTube, you have a Patreon, you uh-huh. do all that stuff. You can definitely, you know, make way more money than me. I mean. Uh-huh. I mean, I've, I've had, and I've had the weirdest offers. Like, come here and work in the writer's room. We're pitching a show about some meme you made two weeks ago. <laughs> that never materializes. Um, mm-hmm. Or, you mm-hmm. know, what else? You you need to start, you know, some, some people that are in the industry or whatever. Like, man, you got to start doing reels. If, uh-huh. you, like, if you start doing reels and showing your face, like, it'll go next level. You We could get you a show. Just oh, the, I see. Just the weirdest stuff like that. Reels, yeah. That's sort of the TikTok of the... Of the Instagram, Instagram, but just in general yeah. being like, you need to incorporate, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I DM a lot of people and I listen to anyone, but you need to do this, you need to do this, you need this. And, you know, it's just like these weird, like, content vampires that, uh-huh. that yeah, I was curious. I was curious about that. Like, um, and I, I want to get to that. Uh, let me just say, if you want to have any questions for, uh, uh, the meme creator Herman Wakefield, uh, his, uh, his, his account again is, uh, Northwest Mid, MCM, MCM, yes, the abbreviation for mid-century modern that uh-huh. snobs don't 
use. Northwest yeah. a- and MCM then what's the last part? Wholesale. Wholesale, wholesale. Yeah, yeah okay. Um uh, this question is says, can you ask the meme guy if he's been to Livingston, Montana? One time he used a picture of downtown Livingston in one of his memes about <laughs> moving away from small a small town to live in a bigger city. I have never I've been to Montana. I don't believe I've been to Livingston. I mean, I've driven okay. across America many times. I don't think I've been to Livingston now. Wait. Um, let me turn up your mic, Pizza Johnny. Did you here? Go I ahead. Said you may not want to go now. Now, now <laughs> what, that they know you're, no, you're yeah. about them. That's funny. I, so, so that, so that listener is is uh, is familiar with your work. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious how many listeners. Uh, I I heard about you through Dave, uh, who I feel like has very weird taste on stuff. So. Yeah, you could. Well, <laughs> I don't. What I, you know, you can check the numbers on Instagram, and for uh-huh. a while it was. Most of my followers were in New York, L.A., uh-huh. London, Melbourne, Australia. Portland wasn't even on the map, you know. Oh, I see. I it's, see. It's, it's sort of like anti-Portland sense of humor. Anti-Portland, yeah. But that's I mean, kind of cool in Portland to be anti-Portland. Well, I think it is maybe more so now, but, uh-huh. you know, it's... Um, I mean, I'm making fun of Portland things, which are uh-huh. also probably my things. But, yeah. you know, it, I didn't do any sort of outreach in Portland, so... I see. It's it's sort of caught up. So now I think I have, if you look at the numbers, I think I have like twenty thousand Portland followers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, we have nowhere near that many listeners on this radio show. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. Okay. Let me get to some. If you've texted the show, I'm I'm I am going to get to all your texts. Please keep texting in nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. We were asking for jokes to be sent in, and someone sent in a joke. It says, "I have a joke. Why is Santa's <laughs> why is Santa's sack so big? Why? Because he only comes once a year." Um, I did mean to say earlier in this show that this is a we do cover adult <laughs> themes in this show. Uh, this is uh, that's the name is sex, drugs, and basketball. If you have young children Drown listening, them in the bathtub. <laughs> if you have young children listening. Or you don't like those topics. We're on till 11 p.m. Things get a little racy, uh, so uh, keep that in mind. Um, okay, uh, this is um, someone sent in sort of a, a a gif, a gif that says it's like how SDB listeners feel every Thursday night when Arthur reads our crazy text to each other, and it's like I'm trying to explain. It's it's David Cross, I think, from Arrested Development, and he's going, "There are dozens of us." Dozens, like he's yelling. I do. I do think there's dozens of listeners at least. <laughs> um, uh, someone texted and said this is a great song uh, about the the drive-by trucker song. I agree. Doctor J tuning in, heading to the slingshot now. Oh Yay. my god! Wow, it really is going to be. A, it's like an all-star all-star weekend at at uh, sex, drugs, and basketball. Doctor J's here. Might be one of the largest gatherings. If not for, if this was the holiday, the holiday party was the largest gathering, but this is the largest random show we've had in a while. Um, okay. Well, he says time for some adult conversations on local radio. Yes, it is, Dr. J. Um, okay. Then hello, Arthur. It's strawberry. I hope your week was lovely. Mine was okay, but cowboy, uh, oh, the strawberry, strawberry, one of strawberry's partners is named cowboy. Strawberry, uh, but Cowboy was out of town all week on business. He comes back tomorrow, luckily, and I'll get an overnight stay with him this weekend before the holidays. 
I watched a bunch of the garden, and it was more like a hippie Jersey Shore. That's actually a good way to describe yeah. it. Yeah. Hippie Jersey Shore, which I love Jersey Shore. So uh, it was more like a hippie Jersey Shore than I realized it would be. I ended up getting a bit bored of it and switching back to rewatching X Files. Did you watch it? What did you think? Well, I mean, I know, I know what you mean about it being a hippie Jersey Shore. I was hoping it was going to be more of like a little bit deeper dive into commune uh, cult culture. But even as such, I just found it very entertaining because it, I thought Jersey Shore was entertaining. And I, I just thought it was weird that they were taking a commune and treating it like a, a Jersey Shore show. Did, did you want to say something? Being a fan of... Uh cult documentaries it was uh-huh. lacking a little bit it, i think yes. we said this last week but yeah it was a lot sort of like burning man can't meet survivor uh-huh. with the whole like <laughs> voting silent thing yeah like, yeah i'm i'm definitely leaning towards this is just a commune with a lot of leftovers well here's <laughs> here's what i yes what what i've lo- i i've been well the reason i wanted to discuss it was because it it's such a weird concept. Like, I apparently this this like commune in in. Do you know this, uh, Herman? Do you know I, what I'm I, talking I, about? I, I know of it. I haven't seen it. So it's this commune in Tennessee, and the deal was that their one of their members was like a TikTok star. So that that's sort of the theme of the show is like internet. But it was it was uh he was a TikTok star and it caused all these people to come to the commune because of TikTok and. It was like totally out of place. These people were just showing up. And so there's a lot of video about that. And then they closed. This was all before they started filming the documentary. They closed it off to all media because it was getting out of hand. And then someone from HBO contacted them and was like, hey, we have this idea. You know, you guys go start a new commune in some in uh, in Missouri, I think it was. And. And, uh, and, and we're gonna film about it. And so they, it is kind of like a reality show because they have these random people who are trying to join the commune who do not seem like they are commune types at all. Right, yeah. So I think it was kind of felt contrived in yes, a lot of areas and less, way. less documentary and definitely more like, uh, reality TV. Like, yes. let's take this real yes. thing and kind of like throw some other stuff in there. But I don't want to spoil too much because I know there's some people who haven't seen it. But like the the one young girl from L.A. and like yeah. like obviously they're trying to shake the jar of bees, right? Yeah. Um, but the one thing that was kind of interesting, I think, for me is that all the outside people, when they went there, they thought that this was like a training session. Like, hey, I'm going to learn all these skills yeah, for yeah. like when the world ends. And yeah. then when they got there, they're like, no, nah, that's not what we're doing here. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's what I found. I guess that's I totally agree. I mean, it was not the documentary that I wanted it to be. But even so, it was a documentary because it was they took there were elements of it that I felt like were, I mean, people weren't acting. They were just, it was like, what would you do if you were trying to start a commune and a bunch of random people showed up who wanted to like join your commune and they had cameras filming them. And that's kind of what it is. Like that's what it, that's what it is the story. And it's kind of fun to watch. Um, I don't know. I guess, you know, I know lots of hippies and commune people, and so I just found it. It was it was like, oh, they're doing something about which I know a little bit about. I feel like there's a lot of relatable elements in this, in that, like, 
we probably all know people who wonder if the world is coming to an end. Yes. Soon yeah. Society is going to you know break right. down, that sort of thing. And then a lot of people probably know someone who's like, well, I know a guy with a farm. We could all go to his property and we'll all yeah. have our stupid job and we'll all play a role in the community. Yeah. We try and we try and plot out how this would go in our group of friends. And I think what we're seeing through this group of people on HBO is that there's always interpersonal relationship problems and people are always going to have issues with each other. And that's that's mostly what's being hashed out here is that people just don't get along well with each other. And they all had a different <laughs> idea in mind the, the and they commune. get there and they're like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. And, and, you know, chaos ensues. Yeah. The commune movement in the, you know, early 70s, uh-huh. you know, it was a huge, you know, migration of people yeah. to communes. And I think most of them didn't make it or were gone, right. and, you know. <laughs> Or we'd be hearing their success stories today. But I mean, there are still communes that 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 exist, and or Oregon was like a big breeding ground for communes. And I, I just, yes, I do. I just think the I, I what we were talking about last week on the show because we've been talking about this. Have you ever been co- to a commune? Yes. Oh yeah. Which one? Um, there were several in Maine. I mean, I went to a commune uh, school. It was okay. it's called Collinsbrook School in in Maine. It was like we all we had no classes and. Are you a commune I, kid? It was like no, my parents were hippies though. I mean, I we I I and then I mean, uh, I went to the Zendik Farm in in uh, outside of Austin, Texas. I'm very interested in communes. So I think yeah. they're interesting. Have you been to a commune? I have. I've been to I've been to one. I lived in rural Virginia briefly, and there was a commune in the like really uh-huh. rural redneck yeah county that I lived in. Yeah. So I went to school with some commune kids and. I was friends with one of them because I was a outcast and uh-huh. all, all the hippie kids were too. So, right. Yeah. I spent a little time there. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's like, it's just a good subject. I think it's ripe for do- documentaries. St- um, all right. Let me get to th- some text here. Uh, um, uh, Denver Dan texts in. Uh, he has a joke. He likes to write jokes about things that are happening on the show. It says a mid century chair walks into a bar. Bar- bartender says, "Come on over and have a seat." Chair says, "I can't. I'm all tapered out." How oh, tapered leg joke? Nice. <laughs> oh, well, I get it. <laughs> um, that's a that's a good that's a good one. I mean, it, it was on topic at least. Um, do you have any mid-century modern jokes, Herman? That you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, on my meme account. Just scroll back two years, <laughs> and you'll find some. Um, I don't. I don't think I have a you know a mind for actual jokes. I don't. I don't feel like I'm a comedy performer. Uh huh. Um, I'm really good at if I'm good at anything, if it's good at all. There's something about taking a static image and putting a bunch of words on uh-huh. it. Yeah. yeah. And, okay. And uh, it is kind of a skill. I yeah, mean, it's, it's, a, it's a unique a, skill. I think that's where my where if, if there's any talent, that's all I have. You know, it's I I would say what I noticed about your memes too that is kind of unusual is you use you you aren't afraid to have like a lot of words in your memes. Like oh yeah, you, you you're yeah. like like I would say like the average meme there's like some rule like you can't have more than like twenty Thir- words. Thirteen in a meme. words. Yeah, is that yeah. the rule? Yeah. more than thirteen words. Well, but, I saw a meme about it. If it, <laughs> if, it, if, it, if, it if it has more than thirteen words, it's not a funny meme. And but your your almost all of your memes have more than thirteen words, I would say. Yeah, it well, I don't, I don't actually like the word meme. It's uh-huh. your basic, you know, it, it's more like a like a zine. It's like a punk zine. Uh huh. Just using sort of the contemporary visuals, you know. 
Doctor Doctor J just walked in the house. Wow. Um, That's how I think of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Rapscallion Jones, did you have something you wanted to say? Or are you holding the mic for? Uh, <laughs> I was going to, um, uh-huh. but all I'll say is um, uh, a picture says a thousand words. Okay. And uh, <laughs> they're found, and you found them. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all. I'll say. Well, it is kind of okay. like propaganda. You can do things. You can manipulate images. I mean, my old actual profession was you know, I went to school for graphic design, which uh-huh. I hope does not come through on the account. I try to make it look as shitty as as bad as possible. <laughs> is that one of the words? I, I'm I'm actually not sure if we can say that. The I I I think it's okay. Well, I'll, I, don't, I just I'll, don't. I don't I'll, throw the word around. I think we can, especially after ten. I think we might be allowed to use the S word. I'll, I'll try to. I'll try to do better. I promise. <laughs> um, I try to make them look as bad as possible. Oh, these the the pizza Johnnies are handing out baked goods that they made. <laughs> um, okay, uh, listen, um, Dave the wood Dave the wood guy, can you take the mic for a second? Hello, Arthur. So you've been you've been telling me you you were like you got to have Herman on the show you got to have him on. Why were you so eager to have him on the show? Why did you feel like he was a match for this show? I mean, I think one I think just obviously I don't know those that don't know I I make lumber and that turns into furniture and <laughs> flooring and all kinds of design things. So uh I feel like I just got I I found out about Herman from a friend of mine who also mills lumber and makes furniture uh-huh. and he started a sawmill meme account and i was they were hmm. weird kind of weird and awkward a little funny but not that great and um so you guys are part you guys are part of the really hot furniture furniture joke yeah <laughs> i mean i just got it. he had a whole we're, we're members of the furniture he, joke he had a community. bunch of stuff the about furniture. epoxy tables <laughs> people don't know what an epoxy ta- in our in the this world epoxy uh-huh. tables are a a, yeah, a debate that rages on. So does it rage? It rages. They're yeah, terrible, and then it just bubbles, and then it's plastic. Nobody, nobody Ooh. actually it's, likes those. I know, oh, refuse oh, to believe it. I just, just to re- <laughs> someone, uh, just uh, someone just texted and said, "What's the meme page?" So, what, if just to remind you, if you've just tuned in, the, this is a page on Instagram, uh, Herman Wakefield. Um, it's uh, Northwest Mid Century Modern. Northwest MCM Wholesale. Oh, yeah. Northwest MCM Wholesale. Northwest MCM Wholesale. I'm just passing, like, strange baked goods around the like pizza, John- pizza Johnny's. Um, okay. Uh, th- so if you look it up on Instagram, Northwest MCM Wholesale, if you have any questions for uh, Herman Wakefield, the creator. Um, and and I'm just learning a little bit more about this, this world of furniture humor. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, I think what makes Herman's work Unique as work. I, you follow other <laughs> meme accounts where people are writing stuff, and I feel like two thirds of the memes don't make any sense. It's like they someone had an idea that wasn't really that good, and uh-huh. it's, so it's like we, people kind of stumble around with it. And I think what's really unique is your stuff's really smart and ironic, um, but it's it, it's it's really well written. I don't know. It's like a, he has like a formula. Like a, a lot of memes are just. Kind of confusing, or they're they're uh-huh. well. I think uh, that's just uh, where the art form has gone. You know, that memes have been around for twenty years now. So, especially the younger kids, they've just sort of uh, devolved. And I like I like those too. I like the absurdist Dada esque, you know, 
there's a there's a pixelated, uh, saturated picture of SpongeBob, and then a word I can't say on the radio over it with no context. You know, those That's those make solid. That's amazing. No, oh, those <laughs> make me laugh too. It's just like who made this and why, and doesn't make any sense. So, so yeah, it's a it's a world. Well, um, let me just get to some text because they're coming in. Um, uh, one person texting. It's it's just if you want to look at it, it's Northwest underscore MC. So N W underscore. Well, no, Northwest spelled out. Oh, sorry, Northwest <laughs> Alt. Sorry, I, it is it is like the most confusing name. To I know say. it's the it's Northwest all one word, then underscore M C M. Underscore wholesale, correct. There you go. It's amazing you have so many followers with a. I'd probably have a million followers if I had a name that made yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let me get this person was texting in. Um, we've also been having a uh, concurrent conversation about the Garden documentary, the Garden Culture Commune on um, on HBO. Uh, this is um, oh, this is Strawberry says the Garden. I really wish they would have gone much deeper into. What actually makes a, it a commune rather than a drama fest? Very wild people all in one place. Other than the little redhead guy being a bit of an immature dingus, he actually had some good ideas, in my opinion. I think she's right that it seemed extremely contrived. Yes, it was. I I I, I don't deny it was very contrived. That that was part of what I thought was so interesting and weird about it was that it was like. They took a population of people that don't usually like do that. You know, it's like they took like the the themes that they usually do for like, you know, like Laguna Beach or Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and they put them on a commune and it was so weird. Um that's what I found so odd about the whole thing. Um and then um Strawberry also says record profits with no increase in worker pay is stolen wages. Is that like a quote from the Hey, GT, uh, is that a quote from the show or something? And then another question says, what is the most amount of mushrooms you've ever taken in one trip? Mine is 7.5 grams with three tabs of acid. Wow. My world was tessellating long after the mushrooms had worn down. I told the dog how much I loved him and how much of a good boy he was. For an obscenely long time. Okay, that's a good question. Let's let's what uh, let's start with Herman. Are you are you a fan of psychedelic drugs? Do you do you uh, mind talking I've about I've done a lot use? of them. I'm not a fan. I, I've actually been sober for nine years. Uh huh. Sorry if that offends anyone. No, not at all. Um, we love I did, I did a lot of mushrooms. I did a lot of acid. I don't. I never. I was never into the the drug world deep enough to know. You know, I was like drunk all the time. So uh-huh. somebody would hand me mushrooms in a baggie, and I'd take them. Uh huh. I never, you know, I don't know what the unit of measurement of mushrooms <laughs> is. You know, it's true. I it really, have no idea. The, the, the did, amount, did a lot of them. the amount doesn't really doesn't really make a difference because no mushrooms can be wildly different, uh, like strengths. So yeah. But like, do you remember the most, the the heaviest trip on mushrooms you've ever had? No, I remember the acid trips a little more vividly. Acid, yeah, yeah. Did, okay. Um, I'm probably an acid casualty. <laughs> okay. You know, All right. If I, if I, um, yeah, I did a lot of acid, but the m- mushrooms didn't even feel like, feel like a psychedelic to me. You know, uh-huh. it's just you feel good. Uh-huh. I wasn't seeing uh, you know uh, bulging veins in the sky like I was on acid, and 
you know, thinking that my teeth were falling out. Uh-huh. I never reached that level on mushrooms. I felt warm and... Okay. Yeah. Um, Should I do more? No, no. I think that's I think that's good. I think there's anybody here. I mean, Heroic we have dose. we have Doctor J here. I feel like we have to ask Doctor J what was your what what was your most mushrooms you've ever taken? I want to say my most was in the the three point five to four gram range. Probably okay. like in a split dose between like a half hour and an hour apart, like two and two. Uh huh. Um, but there's plenty of psychonauts out there that will push five, push seven. <laughs> Uh, some deep, like heavy, disciplined folks love to go into nine. It's just how deep do you want to go with them and go for it. They're, I think that the lethal dose dose is pretty high, so munch away. <laughs> okay, there you go. Anybody else want to talk mushrooms? Rapscallion Jones. Um, <laughs> I ate an ounce one time. Oh, an ounce. But I wait. Ate so it wait. That's that's how many grams. Uh, 28 grams. 28 grams. But I okay. ate it throughout wow. a whole day. So uh-huh. with mushrooms, I found that you only trip as hard as the first two hours you start tripping. Okay. So like as much as you eat within the first two hours is kind of, that's okay. for the most part. But I will say I ate a gram one time and uh-huh. I've never tripped harder in my whole life on mushrooms. Just one gram. And yeah, I had a yeah. near death experience on one gram. Wow. So do I would think, say... Do you think there was, like, something else in the mushroom, or it was just, like, no, super strong mushroom? No, I think it was mushroom? just the... Well, it was the bottom of... It was, like, the end of mushrooms. It was just, like, the what all the, like, all the spores powder at the wow. bottom. Wow. So okay. Wow. I think that was it, but life-changing. Um. Okay. I'm just looking at Tracy's shirt that says, no sex, no drugs, just thrift stores for me. <laughs> Where did you get that, Tracy? <laughs> That's one of my shirts. Oh, that's yeah. that's a shirt from that you, yeah. Explain. Oh yeah, uh, Dave actually got it for my birthday in August, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. Um, he turned me on to his his memes, and uh, like every day I get the memes. I save a bunch. I send them out to friends. They're so good. Yeah. Wow. Blushing. Yeah, obsessed. Obsessed. And and so. <laughs> wow. So 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 like meeting Herman is like is like it's like you're meeting like an artist you admire a lot. Yes, yes, hundred uh-huh. percent. Well, and I met you guys at my yard sale. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I got an old painting of a shoe cobbler with his granddaughter. Oh, I think I gave a, that to blanket. you though, didn't I? No, I, I said I'd pay ten bucks. Oh, did you? I, okay. I, I don't know what it was, and then I and then I photocopied it and I taped copies of it all over the walls in my house well well so yeah but when we yeah when we first when we went to the yard sale we didn't know who you were i just i had the the other shirt that you, I, you didn't I'll, know I'll who, you, you didn't know who i was my shirt says furniture is stupid we didn't know what you looked like so i ah, okay. i wore the shirt that says furniture is stupid that you can get at zero bedroom.com <laughs> thanks for the plug Dave. yeah it's a it's an incredible the the offerings are incredible, and you got to get in on this. And the prices are affordable, and that's why I'm currently wearing a shirt that says "Furniture is Stupid," which I always and yeah, yeah. And do then, you, do you know the origin of that? I mean, one day furniture was created and it's stupid. I used to post my DMs, you know, in in Instagram stories because I get a lot of them, and uh-huh. you know, they're insulting me and telling me to kill myself, and really, like who are like who are you? Things, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the, the internet, uh-huh. you know. Um, just for writing memes. I, just, okay. I think people are under the impression that, you know, 
oh, this account has a hundred thousand followers. Oh, this this is an important thing. This is this person's uh-huh. famous or something. It, you uh-huh. know, I, I I don't know. I okay. maybe I, maybe I used to think that before I ran the account. You okay, know, you don't. Uh huh. Anyway, you know, people at one point I was getting like two hundred DMs a day. I don't really read them anymore. I can't wow. keep up with them. And and uh, anyway, somebody said something to me. And they were just chatting with them about something I posted or whatever. And he, the guy was just like, I don't understand why you like furniture. Furniture is stupid. <laughs> and so and you made a shirt of it. I was like, what do you mean furniture is stupid? Do you own furniture? He's like, well, yeah, of course I do, but it's stupid. Uh-huh. Why would anyone care about it? Or something like that. I don't know. It's lost in my messages now. But uh-huh. I just thought that was a funny you know, little <laughs> sentence. Furniture is stupid. <laughs> and I think he might have a point. I mean, it's stupid. You don't. You know, you need food, water, shelter to survive. You don't need furniture. It's, uh, well, you know, <laughs> I feel it, like it's pretty handy. Yeah, no, it, you, you don't need it though. You need a, maybe a bed, something to sleep uh-huh. on. It's a decorative yeah. art. It's not a essential thing. When everyone, uh-huh. you know, you, you, people, you get a new place, you're like, okay, I need to get all this furniture. No, you don't. You don't need furniture. Stop it. Stop having <laughs> furniture. It's a new move. Well, a new movement is born. And I think for myself, I was doing crazier things to, get furniture i'm driving uh-huh. to spokane washington once a month spending five thousand dollars on a bunch of old junk bring it back to portland uh-huh. du- doubling my money then i go to a estate sale sleep in my car in front of the estate sale go fight 50 other people trying to buy furniture to take I it see. back to a vintage store to sell it to portlanders that are like this is a little overpriced don't you think you know no i had to i've been up for three days and i had to kill five people to get this stuff so <laughs> And it's from the 1950s, and the guy that made it has a Wikipedia page. So, you know, the, the, uh-huh. these are the, it was just the, this world that I was in for a while. I was so steeped in it. And then, then some, you take a step back and you're like, this behavior is odd. This is an odd way to make a living. And it's just furniture, and furniture is stupid. So, anyway. There you go. Um, all right. Let me say, let me, we're, we've reached our second hour, so I need to say you're listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM, streaming online everywhere at X-Ray.FM, as well as on the coast at 91.7, Wheeler, Manzanita, Nehalem, and Rockaway. Shout out to the coast. Text us if you're on the coast. Uh, if you're listening on December 14th, 2023, you've tuned into a live broadcast of Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. Keep the text coming. We have, we actually have a, a, a large group of visitors today. It's really nice. We've had a, we've had, it, I don't know what it is. It's something in the weather, the water. Um, and, uh, we've been talking with, uh, Herman Wakefield of the, uh, the Instagram page, Northwest MCM <laughs> Wholesale. Um, forget, there's underscores. Don't forget those. Uh, with underscores. Yeah, don't forget those. Um, okay, let me just get to some text because uh, I, people have been texting in and I haven't gotten to them. So uh, Denver Dan texted and says, let's talk uh, Let's talk about uh, Draymond Green, WTF. It's true. We haven't really talked about basketball. Um, Draymond Green, uh, basketball player for the um, Golden State Warriors, uh, hit Yusuf Nurkic in the face and is suspended indefinitely. Uh it is an interesting topic, but um, well, I don't know if we're going to have time to go into it tonight. Um, Woodchip Dave, is that really you? Someone texted. Uh, oh, wait. It's me. It's me. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it says, Woodchip Dave, is that really you? Why have you stayed away so long? Did you and Arthur get in a fight or something? Well, I mean, there was, 
remember you I was rubbing your feet and you said it was <laughs> it, I, I I like pulled your toe out <laughs> no and, we Dave and then and then I think I think that's yeah, I don't know. I just didn't feel comfortable being on a show. I needed space. I just needed space. Dave and I have been hanging out. We actually had, I meant to post a picture because I, I was at a, I was at a party. This is, this is what Dave, this is what knowing Woodchip Dave is helpful for. I was at a party and it was in a big warehouse space and they had these giant, like really tall, like 30 foot tall, uh, Christmas trees that they had that they had cut down for the for various events in this space and they were like we need to get rid of these tonight someone so if anyone wants these and i was like who do i know who will help me take these giant trees out of here and i called up dave at 10 p.m and he showed up at 10 30 and we hauled five giant trees out of the out of there uh it was awesome and hit that so dave and i we hang out there was something really exhilarating about going yeah dave was like let's get as many trees as we can i was just going to take two or three and dave was like let's get as many as we can yeah we got to save these trees you know about that i'll post a picture of uh of dave's truck all full of five like these are big trees these aren't just like regular size i think they were like probably 12 to 15 feet tall they were. Uh, they were. They I thought they were over, bigger they than that. Hit people. Yeah. So wait. Were, what are you going to do with these trees, Dave? Well, I, I, you're going to mill them and then you're going <laughs> to sell them to the man. Well, I mean that's the capitalistic idea. Yes, but I, it's not very re, Portland well, of you, I, Dave. What, well, what I did with the one tree that I have is I took it out of the back of my truck and I was really excited about this Christmas tree and then I I, I went to the my little side pathway on the side of my place and then I threw it there. <laughs> And now I just have a Christmas tree thrown on the side of that. <laughs> well, that's, we have we we have some other ones that we put in a, in, a, in, a, in a in a nearby park that that uh, needed some trees. Um, we got a text that says, Con- "Congrats, Herman, Herman, on your sobriety. Thank you for your service." Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Um, yeah, somebody in Portland has to do it. Um, and then someone says, "You should always be nice to your dog." Just saying. I don't Wait, have a, I don't have a dog. What did that? But where did that come from? Were we talking about dogs earlier? I don't think so. Um, uh, I I do I love my dog very much. I agree with that statement. Um, oh, someone was talking about talking to their dog. I think on mushrooms. Um, uh, uh, then uh, someone texted. I ate thirty grams when I was eighteen. It was like being in the perfect storm, a hundred foot waves and surviving. Wow. And then uh, Electromagnetic says, near-death experience, cliffhanger story. Um, and then, uh, uh, oh, Pizza Johnny's going outside to smoke. Um, uh, then this is a question for the meme guy. Does the meme guy feel threatened by AI or does he feel secure in how unreproducible his subpar aesthetic game is? Um, I don't feel threatened by AI. I made a little reel about it, actually. Uh-huh. I think that uh, you know AI is good at mimicking what people do. Uh huh. But uh, we will. Uh, I believe in the the human spirit. I believe that. I guess what, what was the gist of my reel was basically AI is going to take your jobs. Well, no, humans will create stupider and worse jobs <laughs> that are even more soul crushing than the ones that the machines took. Uh-huh. You know, AI is going to make art. No, we'll just make even worse, more pointless art. And so, <laughs> you know, I'm not threatened by AI at all because I'll just make internet jokes that are even worse. <laughs> things that things that a, 
Things that a uh, soulless machine cannot comprehend. <laughs> there you go. And I've used AI. I was actually, you know, kind of Googling, you know, mullet, mustache, hipster guy. I'd find something. I'd use it. And then uh-huh. they, the account's so big now that the person whose image I stole would DM me and go, like, what? what's wrong with you? This is my picture. You need to take it down. Uh-huh. You know, so I was Googling, uh-huh. just trying to Google things. I would come across, you know, I'd uh-huh. pull a random picture from the Internet, and then that person, their friend would follow the account, send it to them. Oh, I see. So I've actually started right. using AI, like, Oh, to create, to create, create images. Yes. I see. I get it. <laughs> so oh, yeah. that I don't have to get an that angry, angry message from some, you know. Right. I get that. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Let's take a little break, uh, so that everyone can catch their breath. Um, you said you had a song that you wanted to request, Herman. What was that song? Yeah, it's, it's a punk band called The F- Feeders, and the song is 1984. Make sure it's not a live version, if, if possible. Feeders. Yeah. Okay. With a Z. Yeah. Feeders with Got a Z. It. Yeah. 1984. And why did you per- pick this particular song? What was what was? Uh, it's just a, it's just a, I guess a punk song from the mid 80s that is uh, kind of snotty and bratty and defiant, and uh, <laughs> I've never outgrown that. Okay. And uh, since okay. I figured we'd talk about the meme account, I just sort of, you know. I, I try to think of it as like a punk band or something. Okay. So that that song I it's just a song I like basically. Okay, this yeah. is this is The Feeders 1984. Uh we'll be back um with uh more from our crew here at the Slingshot Lounge. Uh this is Sex Drugs and Basketball on December 14th, 2023. Thanks for playing that. You
shows up the cops and makes it profitable for you. Each time you hear an obscenity in the big 16, go trucking. Beat a cable. Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cascade Record Pressing. As the Northwest's only vinyl record manufacturing facility, Cascade is committed to serving Portland's independent recording artists and record labels. Cascade Record Pressing. Local manufacturing for local music. For more information, please visit CascadeRecordPressing.com. X-Ray FM is supported by Slingshot Lounge. Located in southeast Portland on the corner of 56th and Foster, Slingshot Lounge offers an expansive game room, scratch cocktails, and a craft kitchen with a full menu until 2 a.m. Happy hour available weekdays from 3 to 7, and brunch weekends from noon to 4. Slingshot Lounge, decentralizing Portland since 2007. Okay, hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. If you are listening, on December 14th, 2023, you have tuned in to a live broadcast of this very special show. This is a show that is broadcast from the back porch of the Slingshot Lounge. Um, sometimes the, this back porch can be a quiet, uh, sort of like just a nice peaceful place. Um, tonight... We've actually got quite a lot of people here. It's it's uh, it's sort of like being in a party. Uh, noted our friend Herman. Um, we've got the Pizza Johnnies are here. Doctor J is here. Um, Rob Scallion Jones, Woodchip Dave, Tracy, and uh, Herman Wakefield uh, is here too. Um, who is uh, a meme creator, and we're learning all about what that is. Also, uh, Cricket is here, um, a newcomer to sex, drugs, and basketball. Um, Anyways, uh, so it's, it's a fun, it's a fun crew. If you're wondering, if you're just trying to picture what's going on, um, you're welcome to stop by. We're here till 11 and 11 p.m. Um, or if you're in, in a cozy, warm place, just text us. Send us a, send us a text. 971-220-5979. That's 971-220-5979. You can text anything you want. We like the subjects of sex, drugs, and basketball. This is an adult-themed show. I should say that. <coughs> Warn you off the bat. Um, but uh, we li- anything to do with sex, drugs, or basketball, you can text us. But also, we like other subjects, too. Honestly, there's no text that is too stupid for this show. <laughs> and, and we love them all. Text away. You, you will just... 
write down this number, okay? If you if you're sort of on the fence, you're not really paying attention, you don't not sure if you're gonna text or not. Just put the number in your phone, okay? Because maybe you want to say something later. This is your chance. You can text whatever you want. I will read it out loud on the radio, okay? Nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. You text it. I read it out loud on the radio. That's what we do here. Um, okay. Uh, Skyroom texted in. Good to hear from you, Skyroom. Uh, Skyroom said, I was listening to a tree special earlier this year on KBU for Earth Day. Arthur, you were mentioned in the special and it made me proud. Uh, Skyroom. Oh, that's, so I'm, I'm thinking it was, uh, cause we were talking about trees earlier with Woodchip Dave and, um, yeah, uh, we did actually this past weekend we had our big, uh, lighting of the Sequoias event, which, I'm very proud of uh, the the at Save the Giants Park in Southeast Portland. Uh, come by and see those. There are lights that go all the way to the top of the tallest sequoia in the park, uh, over 200 feet tall. We had these arborists. They came and they put up lights all the way up there. It's really kind of a beautiful thing to see. Look it up. Save the Giants Park. Um, okay. Uh, then another text says, "What if AI developed into sexually? What if AI developed?" into sexually attractive lady robots will you feel threatened by them then uh well this is this was um this was a question uh this was a question from from someone for our our guest herman 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 is uh herman went to go find he had a friend who was here uh so he's not here right now if you're asking me if i would feel i i am like kind of freaked out by ai i'm not sure what to make of it i mean i don't i don't really know i'm old enough now i guess i'm not too worried about my job being taken by ai but i can understand there's certain jobs where i feel like maybe ai i'll i will say um i have i have uh two high school age daughters and they told me that all of their all of their friends and and fellow students in school use ai to write their papers like it's just a thing all high school kids do and i was like this i was like really bummed out by that because i i feel like writing is an important skill and so one time i asked to see one of my daughter's papers and uh this was before she handed it in and i i started reading it i was like you didn't write this because it was like it it was this really weird flowery language and it and it and it didn't it wasn't actually very good writing it was like very repetitive and it 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 kept like complimenting things and it was it was just way over the top and i was like this this isn't something a teenager would write and i told her i was like you know you can write a better paper than this this is this is like crap like ai is not better at writing than a high school kid um i guess maybe given the right prompts it would be but um <laughs> Did you want to say something, Raph Scallion? I've got. I find uh, AI kind of terrifying, but I also find it kind of fun. Uh huh. Okay. Um, I like taking uh, poems I wrote or uh, just little funny diddles that I wrote. Uh huh. And um, turning them into blues songs and then singing very emotionally to them. Wait, what do you mean? So you you write you take the poem and then you. And then what do you? I don't even. And I'm then, really inexperienced with AI. AI. You take the poem and you uh-huh. quote it, and then you uh-huh. say, "AI, turn this into a blues song, a twelve uh-huh. bars blues song." And it'll and do then, it. And it will do whatever you want. So you could write. You could take whatever you write. You could okay. be like. You could rant on it, and you could uh-huh. be like, "I had a terrible day." Um, but also I ate like sixteen chicken nuggets, and now I feel really sick. And then. Um, 
You could be like, turn this into a blues song, and it'll turn it, it'll t- turn it into and a it turns, blues song. And it turns, and it'll it, give you the chords. And, and what, and what's the voice that is, it, yeah, shit. is it like a, is it like a robot voice singing it, or who, who's singing no, it? No, you, it gives you the chords. Oh, I see. And, and you have to and sing you it. You have to sing it. So you can kind of like ha- play with it. Oh, but it, interesting. But you have the control. Okay. So it's like, who really, can oh, robots see. rule or is it me ruling the I robots? I see, yeah. I feel like you're ruling, ruling yeah. the robots. In. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's, yeah, see, that's a good use of it. I, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's here to stay. I'm, I feel like I'm, you know, the old dog trying to learn new tricks. I don't really understand it that well. But, uh, that's interesting. Um, okay, uh, uh, this is, uh, I think this is Jay Hops. It says, <laughs> just dropped a mic there. <laughs> a mic drop. Uh, howdy, back porch, SD, and beers. Jay Hops is passing by on Foster. Oh, hey, what's up, Jay Hops? That was fun. Last week, Jay Hops came in to say hi. He was like, uh, I, I, I hadn't, I hadn't really gotten to hang out with him. He came by one time, like just sort of a drive by. Uh, but then, uh, it's good to, good to hear from you, Jay Hops. Uh, come on by and say hello if you have time. Jay Hops is a radio cab driver who listens to the show, so maybe you're on the job. Uh, Electromagnetic says, I'm curious. Oh, this is just in time for you, Herman. Herman just got back from wherever he was, so we have a question for you. Okay, wait, let me turn on your mic. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. No, no, was, you should take a uh, break. It said, um, uh, I'm curious, Herman, has the memer ever made fun of himself? A meme with him working on furniture or a meme about him making a meme? If not, maybe he's staying incognito and doesn't want people to know what he looks like. I've made many memes making fun of myself, uh-huh. making fun of uh, social media, making fun of you know, on, terminally online. Uh-huh. Yes, I've made, I've made uh, many memes making fun of myself. Absolutely. Do you do you like as you're going about your day? Are you like you're like sort of trying to think up something funny in your head that can be a meme or or like what's your process when you're doing? Oh memes? man, there is no process. I can't uh-huh. believe I'm able to do anything. Yeah. You, I, I go to I'll go to sleep stressed out because I don't know what I'm gonna post the next day. Do you post every day? I I, I post every day and I post uh-huh. ten slides every day. Most, wow, mostly original stuff. Okay, yeah. so th- so it's like you've set this like you've set this this like bar for yourself. Every day you have to post ten slides. I think I posted every day ten slide. Well, not ten slides, but at least every day for 2 years yes okay yeah so, so that's really interesting so that's like you that's the discipline that you have and that's that it that and i think do you think that's important if you want to have you have get, just for new newer listeners uh uh herman wakefield runs the site uh northwest underscore mcm underscore wholesale uh which is a, it's a meme account has 245,000 followers so, but I've, I'm realizing that in order to have such a big following, you do, you need to, you need to post yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the, some, some would say that most of it isn't even that funny, and uh-huh. I might agree with them. You know, usually the first slide is sort of, it's like, it's, it's like a weird form of storytelling, you know? Uh-huh. Like, there's a lot of stuff I post that would make absolutely no sense if I hadn't set the sort of premise in the first slide. Does that I make see. sense? Yeah. Okay. So to the you know, today I was making fun of the Pantone color of the day, if you yeah. know, if you know what that is. Uh-huh. You know, every year they come up with a new color and it's usually something that was trending six months earlier. 
Uh-huh. And I, I don't even know what the point of the color of the year. It's just a little publicity thing that they do. I guess it's fun. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, there's a, I, the, the, the first slide is sort of making fun of the, the color of the year. And then the other, you know, subsequent ones are sort of riffing on the same joke. I see. So okay. a lot of the stuff I post would not be funny or make any sense. It was just an isolated slide. Right. You know. Right. But, uh, um, well, yeah, so it, it is like a weird numbers game. I'm probably better at at manipulating Instagram than I am at making jokes online. So you uh-huh. have ten slides. That's ten things for people to look at. Well, somebody that doesn't have a very good sense of humor will might share and laugh at something that's buried in the slideshow. Uh-huh. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. just like I'm, I'm prolific more than I am like clever or funny <laughs> or innovative, you know? Well, that's interesting. I, so, so, and the, and the, and the goal is that people share these, like they, they, they post them on their stories or yeah, uh, like, so I, I, like on Instagram, how are people sharing stuff? I'm not always sure. Uh, they, they will either send them to their friends that will show up as a share to I me see. or they'll post them in stories, something like that. I mean, uh-huh. people will screenshot them and th- that, right. I, won't, I won't see that, but right. You know, I could probably teach a class on how to get engagement. They've accidentally built uh, the whole platform. is just does, like, you know, if you're a meme account, you'll have a better engagement. I have a better engagement than brands that have millions of followers. Uh-huh. You know, McDonald's pays Wyden and Kennedy to make their memes. Their memes are not funny. It's McDonald's, you know. They uh-huh. have six million followers or something. I'm sure there's, you know probably why not any people in this bar right now <laughs> he doesn't Maybe. know what he's talking about you know um have you ever been offered like has a, like an advertisement agency said hey will you make memes for our yeah for our, and, I, the, and what's your response to that um oh, i've done it uh-huh. yeah i've been paid to make memes yeah okay yeah um <laughs> That's cool. Well, I mean, what do you, would you like to do it more or, or is I, it, I would, I, I would like to do it more. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy, well, look, you know, my account is its own thing. It's, uh, it's just whatever I want it to be. Uh-huh. But, you know, I've, I've worked, I mean, every, every time you go to a job, there's a compromise element, you know, uh-huh. so I've freelanced and worked at big companies that uh-huh. maybe weren't. Uh, totally what I want to do, as I'm sure everyone in this room has. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I, I I didn't mean to even suggest. I was just curious. I don't even know. I was just curious how... I have to sign uh, non-disclosure agreements, but uh-huh. I've, I've made memes like professionally, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'm not going to say I hate it because, you know, you... I mean, look, like every comedy special is underwritten by yes. a, a commercial yeah. or a Netflix or something. If anything, I get a lot of grief when I'll do a sponsored post. I mean, I've been paid to post... Uh-huh. Things where I'm making fun of something, but you know, a company paid me to do it, and we'll do a collaborative post. Uh-huh. You know, and that that definitely like offended offends some of my followers. But you know, what am I supposed to do? Just post and post and uh-huh. post for years, and you know, not ever try to make any money off of it. I mean, there uh-huh. there are definitely people that, especially like the old school kind of memers. There's a whole meme scene, by the way, if you can believe that. Uh-huh. And it's just as you know, do you go to like meme conventions? Is there is there is, um, that, is that like a thing? It is a thing. I, I there was like a meme art show in L.A. that I was supposed to go to. Uh-huh. I wasn't able to make it, unfortunately. Um, I mean, it, it is like a I, for how much like engagement some of these accounts get, including mine. I'm actually shocked that it isn't more you know written about by. Uh-huh. 
Have by you? the trades or written about by art critics or anything. Right. You kind of get it's like a Rod, real Rodney Dangerfield discipline. You know, you don't get any respect. Yeah, Wait a second. Are you are you single? I I have a girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever like gotten laid because of your memes? I have. I, I sort <laughs> of. I sort of. I sort of met my girlfriend through the account. I okay. Knew her, I knew her before. Uh huh. Yeah. So like yeah like you you had like so this girl this woman came up to you and was like I love your memes. No no, you, no 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 we you... we no 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> I just want to know is it like. <laughs> It's, it's actually kind of a, a tough subject because you get a lot of attention on that account. I've gotten a lot uh-huh. of female attention, uh-huh. and it has gotten I'll – be, I'll just be honest. It has gotten me into trouble. Uh-huh. So um, the whole thing is – like know, So you women write you DMs, and they're like, I love your memes, and I – Oh, women, I, men. I've had men send uh-huh. me nudes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I see. Yeah, that's kind of. I mean, you it's, it it kind of it really messes with your head. If I'm honest, how and many so, nudes do you get <laughs> sent a day? Would you it's say? not a per day thing, but uh huh. You know, uh huh. I'll, I'll just be completely honest. It for, you you were talking before about the kids that want to uh-huh. get into career in social media. Yeah, yeah. It it goes to your head. It it uh-huh. will go to your head. I mean, I've had semi famous people DM me. Uh huh. I have bands inviting me to their shows. I have somebody wanted me to fly me to. Miami to just show up at his bar's 10 year anniversary. Wow. It's weird stuff like that. See? And, you know, I, I kind of thought I was better than, better than the fame and the internet clout, you know? <laughs> I really uh-huh. did. But, but then you came back, came down well, to Well, you just, just the way that you, the amount of time I spent thinking about this thing that wasn't really making me any money uh-huh. and was, was not making my life any better. Right. You know? Right. And the, the, just the amount of stress that went into it just you know it's just that's all i can say is that it messes with your head so okay so it's you know i think maybe prior to this account i was maybe more judgmental about like oh this musician got canceled oh kanye's crazy oh this 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 celebrity sucks well i'm not a celebrity i'm not famous i'm not important but i have definitely had my mind warped by the attention that i've gotten i see okay how does that how does that sound no that's a good answer um, let me get, let me get to these texts. Uh, someone we were talking about AI earlier. Um, it says AI is best when it lies and gaslights you. I asked Meta AI for a fun fact about Mark Zuckerberg, and it told me him and his wife were in an open relationship. When I asked it why it said that, it denied ever saying it. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, um, <laughs> uh, um, okay. Uh, this uh um someone says uh wait hold on uh i've i've lost oh this is is this is this strawberry um or someone someone said i'd boink the s out of a robot 100% we were talking about that um and then uh i then it says i appreciate anyone who has the perseverance to teach arthur uh how it works to use the internet <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I do, I, I, I mean, I have, I have my, my, you know, I, I try to stay away from social media. I mean, I definitely use it, but I, um, I'm like, I don't know whether it's my age or whatever, but I feel like it's like a, a time suck. I mean, I was me. off social media for years. Uh-huh. Uh, I, 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 I don't, honestly don't know how this happened to me. <laughs> I, I would like, I, I would like to be off social media one day. I think uh-huh. it's just, 
I think it's shattering people's minds is what I honestly think yeah. of social media. Yeah. I mean, I've made memes about just, you know, um, like a mental health whatever thing, and it's just like a, a phone and a hammer, you know? <laughs> like, fix your whatever with this one quick uh-huh. iPhone hack, and it's like literally hack your phone in half. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I despise social media. I mean, in, in a demented way, I'm like, oh, I'm on here because I have to be the voice of reason. I have to criti- criticize it, and I know that it's... You know, you're using uh-huh. social media to criticize social media. I know how stupid that is, but I'm going to do it anyway, and I'll make memes about the fact uh-huh. that I'm doing it and the fact that it's stupid. But right. you know, well, well, wait. Let me stop you here because we've gotten two very interesting texts. This is feedback. This is like, what I like about this radio show is I feel like it's analog to the digital world. Yeah. Um. So one person says, "I'm a fan and horny for meme guy." There you go. Great. But then. On the other end of the spectrum, one person says, "Hey Arthur, can you punch this guy in the dick?" <laughs> that's uh, honestly, that's that is a typical day checking checking my direct messages, you know. And that, then that person just texted and said, "Clarification: Can you ask AI to punch him in the dick with a hammer?" I mean, you could probably go to Rank you know, starry.ai and type that exact prompt in. Yeah. Um, there you go. That's your day in a in a in a nutshell, right there. It is my day in a nutshell. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Let's. Um. We're gonna take one more break, and then we'll come back and do the final segment of the show. We've been having a, a very fun show. Thank you to everyone who's been texting in. We have the Pizza Johnnies here. I feel like we have to catch up with them uh, some more. And we have uh, Dave the Wood Guy, Tracy, Doctor J, Rapscallion Jones, and Cricket all in the house. Um, okay, well, uh, we always like to play um, bands that are playing in town this weekend, or this week, excuse me. Um, and uh, let's see. I don't. I, I think I'm going to go with uh, Black Belt Eagle Scout is playing at Polaris Hall um, on, on uh, Monday, December 18th. They're playing two shows. They're playing with Mount Erie. So... Um, Black Belt Eagle Scout is playing at Polaris Hall on uh, at 6 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. Um, so let's see if I can find... Oh, yeah, this is Black Belt Eagle Scout.
Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. My name is Arthur Bradford, and if you are tuning in on December 14th, 2023, you have tuned into a live broadcast of the one and only show broadcast from the back porch of the Slingshot Lounge. We've, uh, we've been having a really fun time talking with, uh, Herman Wakefield, um, the meme creator, and now we are going to discuss, uh, some marijuana related topics with pizza, the pizza Johnny's. Um, <laughs> wait, it just made me think of a field of Herman Cain's and Herman. Yeah. It, <laughs> I know. That poor guy. That poor guy. He gave his life to the cause. <laughs> Herman Cain. Uh, it's true. Okay. Uh, so, so pizza, pizza Johnny's. Uh, first let me, let me read this. Uh, oh, uh, Strawberry said, um, have a wonderful week, Arthur. I hope it's a wonderful one. Hi, Strawberry. Hi. <laughs> Pizza Johnny says hi. I feel like Strawberry's, are you, are you saying that because you're going to bed or something? Or we're, we're on for another, uh, 10 minutes or so. So, uh, I'd understand if you're going to sleep, but, uh, if you stick around if you want. Um, Pizza Johnny, mm-hmm. you, and, and Mrs. Pizza Johnny, uh-huh. you guys showed up with a lot of baked goods tonight. Sure did. What is the story? Tell me what's going on here. It's the holiday season. Uh-huh. Christmas is a time of miracles. <laughs> and so we thought we would deliver some miracles. <laughs> so so what did you what what let's talk about the mar marjun. Majun. 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 So you you showed up with these balls of <laughs> Yeah, I did. <laughs> we did. We we brought them together. And explain what they are. Majun. Okay, so it is a, a confection made of uh, nuts and dried fruits and uh, honey and... It's from Morocco. Uh, yeah, originally from Morocco. It's, uh-huh. it's uh, civilization's first edible, if you will. Um, so they would make it with hashish back in the day, mm-hmm. um, and we made it with a distillate, um, a, a cannabis distillate, and we, we have a lab report back on it so we know the components of the distillate and all that good stuff. So we were able to calculate the dosage in them they had to talk me out of making them twice as strong because (laughs) it was just really easy to do the distillate dissolves into hot butter well like just dissolving into hot butter it's it's super easy Um, and so i was going to make them twice as strong but these have 66 milligrams in each ball wow and that's a lot and you and you were saying that you have you ate a whole ball oh yeah i ate three of those yes three 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 sixty-six milligram. So I would be floored by that. That's that is like a lot of, of uh, like that's amazing to me. Like because most people, just for reference, if you're not like, usually ten milligrams, I think, or even five milligrams is considered like a starter dose for uh, for um, edibles. So and like twenty is like you're you have like your you have a high tolerance. Like sixty-six is a ton. I would be totally passed out. So I think there's a weird thing with a lot of people when they do edibles where, like, if you do a little bit not enough, you don't really notice it at all. And uh-huh. if you do just a little bit too much, now you've gone and overdone it, and you're like, wow, I really notice it, and I wasn't trying to go that hard. Uh-huh. And for me, it is that way even with my own edibles. I, I make oil that I eat every day. And okay. if I eat, like, 50 milligrams, I go out throughout my day, and I don't really notice anything at all. I don't feel high. I don't feel like I did really? I just don't feel like I have to smoke weed every five minutes. But if uh-huh. I take two of those same doses and I eat 100 milligrams all at one time, 
I get real, real, real high, and it's super noticeable, and, like, my eyes get beet red, and, yeah, I just, I look like someone who smoked too much weed if I take it. <laughs> so, yeah. But I've, wow. I've had two of these balls so far today. I ate one, one while we were sitting here earlier, uh-huh. and then I had another one. How long do like they take to kick, to kick in? It's like a normal edible. Okay. If you ate one of those, you, if you're used to lighter doses, you would probably start feeling it in like 20 or 30 minutes. Okay. Because that's how I know when I eat an edible. If I feel it in 20 or 30 minutes, it's like, oh God, I probably did too much. Like, cause uh-huh. that's too soon. Yeah. That, I mean, that's my favorite part. I, I'm not a huge edible guy, but my favorite part about it is that, is the feeling it come on. Um, and, is the, oh my God, I might have eaten too much feeling. <laughs> well, it's just that, that, that sort of like, you're like, oh, I wait only a have that feeling in the airport when I'm like waiting to go through security and I've eaten a bunch of edibles. Like I drank a hundred milligram soda from the, from the, you know, weed store here in Portland. Uh-huh. And it just hits too soon. Like the, the weed sodas, they hit really fast. Uh huh. Um, and, okay. and then you're standing there in line and there's 20 people in front of you and you can't see straight and you're like, am I going to get through the machine without falling over? Oh, kind of that's thing. not a good feeling. Yeah. Probably um, don't need a whole one is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, all right. Wait. Tracy, you didn't need a whole one, did you? No, no. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, uh, somebody says, uh, good night, sweet godfather. Good night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's not me, right? <laughs> I know. Who's, who are you calling godfather? Um, uh, then someone says, happy early birthday to Pizza Johnny from Mac oh, in Portland. From who? <laughs> from Mac. Do you know Mac? No, I don't. I don't know Mac, but thank you. <laughs> um, that's right. That's Pizza Johnny is uh, shares a birthday with Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, uh, um, Except one of us is real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Your birthday's coming up. Um, and then uh, Electromagnetic says uh, in the Garden documentary, I love the description Tyler the badass used for Nerea. Um, the woman that got booted out at the beginning. Yeah, there was this oh, one. Dirt Barbie. <laughs> dirt Barbie. The one they kicked out. Yeah, that was he Dirt got, Barbie. He said hippie Barbie doll with perfect teeth and fake tits. Yeah, yeah, that's why I decided to call her Dirt Barbie. Uh, dirt Barbie. Yeah, there was this wo- woman, if you haven't seen it, there's this woman, Nerea, who I feel like I never really understood what it was. Like, she was just giving bad vibes. Like, I understood that she was doing something that was bumming people out, but they never actually articulated I it. I think the one thing that, that they were really talking about that they didn't like was that she was filming, which yeah. is silly because yes. the redhead guy was filming, too, and he's yeah. the one that had the biggest issue with uh-huh. Naraya filming. And it's like, but you did that. You did that. Yeah, there was so. something about her filming that was bumming people out, and she was, like, following him around, filming him. And it was just, yeah, something. Anyways, uh, um, then then uh, Electromagnetic says, Tyler was weirded out that she got excommunicated, but he completely missed that she was using the commune as her little experimental playground to do WTF she wanted, like, filming and attention whore meetings. Attention horror meetings. Since, yeah. Since we're talking about Tyler, I would love uh-huh. to point out my favorite part, which uh-huh. is when he was talking to uh, Tree, the red-headed uh-huh. gentleman, yeah. and uh, was like, yeah, I kind of want to do this thing, but like, I want it to be me and my wife that are like the head of it. Uh-huh. And he's like, but that would be a cult. And he's like, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I felt like I felt like they, to the extent that they set the series up for a part two, it was that it was that Tyler was going to go try to start his like cult. In it did feel very unfinished. Over, yeah. Yeah, or like yeah. take over there because he's got the buy-in from the. Yeah, the or yeah, guy. maybe yeah. he's just going to like take it over, but. Uh, um yeah. Oddly enough, I did find uh, the the one the quiet guy who owns the property. I think uh-huh. uh, his exact hat for sale at Pendleton. Yeah, like, he we was were standing there, and I found the hat, and I was like, "Hey, that's the the same hat we saw that guy in the cult show wearing." Yeah, <laughs> what was that guy's name? He was Patrick. Um, yeah, was Patrick. Patrick was yeah, Patrick. Patrick. he was yeah. he was like sort of the quiet leader of the whole. So thing. if you're looking for that that cult leader kind of hat, yeah. Pendleton. Patrick kept like leaving when at when like the the stuff was really getting serious he would like take he would have to go over, go like visit a friend in tennessee or uh, something. so is he shirking his responsibility to be the leader or does he lay down the law and let everybody know what he wants to happen and then he just disappears and lets it happen yeah i think that was closer to it i think also he just didn't want to be on camera for a lot of it um uh i mean an interesting thing is i should say about um and then i think we're getting close to the end of the show here um is uh is that 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 show? If you're interested, like there's a Vice a Vice film. Just go look it up on YouTube. Look the Garden Culture Commune. There's a Vice half hour special about the original place in Tennessee that came out before the the HBO thing. So you see all of those same characters doing like a similar thing in a in a in a half hour kind of news story. Um, so it's it's like. I don't know. I, I I think it's kind of fascinating that that these people submitted to the whole thing. I find it kind of funny. Can can yes. we all watch Mother God and report on it next? Oh yeah. Week? Mo- so what is Mother God? What is that? That's uh, that's on it, Netflix. Or? I think it's it's, no, it's HBO. It's HBO. Oh, it's HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's on HBO, and it's about uh, a small gathering, cult gathering. Uh, they were in Oregon and Colorado and a couple okay. other places. Mother group, God. They kind of moved, but yeah, the title okay. of it is called Mother God, and it has to do with the love has one, love has one call. Have you seen it? Yeah, that's oh, why I'm telling okay. you about it. <laughs> so, would you recommend it over? In your opinion, is it better than the Garden? It's better than the Garden. Okay. Is it the best cult documentary out there? No, it's not. But it's it's better than what, the Garden. What is the best cult documentary? Ooh, out there? the one about um, Heaven's Gate was pretty good. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, saw that one. That one was like a f- yeah. That one was See, pretty good. The, the thing that I like about the Garden, I'll just say is. The problem with a lot of cult documentaries is they are gathering, it's after the fact. The cult, the cult, like the Rajanish one, the cult was kind of done. The one about the source, which I found really fascinating, the, the cult had finished. Like, it, what I like about the garden is they, at least they're trying to get it in, while well, it's in progress. Like the David Koresh, we talked about the Branch Davidian documentary, like all of those, Situations had resolved themselves in some way, so it's really interesting to see one in progress. So the the Mother Godwin, of course, has also it's kind of been done, but but it was recent. Okay, like, like what was it? Twenty twenty one, I think, was the most recent thing that happened there. So I don't know. Maybe you'll find that interesting because it's a little bit more relevant to today's time. Yeah, I'll check it. I will definitely check. Yeah, the, we got it. Someone texted Mother God. 
Exclamation point. I was at least happy to see them smoking joints that looked like they were rolled by someone who was competent in joint rolling. Uh-huh. Um, there's yeah, there's not a lot. Was, of there was a drug component. They talked about how she was you know on a three uh-huh. or four day mushroom trip and things like that. So there were uh-huh. drugs in this cult, and I like that. There was a lack of sex. I like sex in my cult stories. Yeah, that's it, just me. It it did seem like the the garden there was very little drugs or sex sex. But the like, Nexium cult that had the sex component, the guy who was running all the sex was like the weirdest guy who you like, how uh-huh. did he convince you? Yeah. He was like the be all end all. So yeah, I mean, uh, cult things. They're very interesting. Um, okay, uh, expert. <laughs> mother God, uh, someone, this is a text. It says, Mother God, she turned blue for your From sins. Colloidal silver, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, wow. I gotta and watch. She's not I, the only one who that's happened to. Okay, I will be watching, uh, and I'll, and I'll be, um, and I will check this out, um, uh, for, for, for next, week. next week. Yeah, so next week, um, I, I know we're getting close to the holidays. So oh, yeah, next, solstice. next week is the solstice. Okay, so solstice show. Yeah, we'll, we'll be doing, uh, a show from, uh, the Slingshot Lounge. Come on down if you want to celebrate the solstice, um, with us. It, this was a nice gathering that we had, um, so many people, um, Maybe we should let's pass All the mic around and say, let's um let's say goodnight to uh, Herman, um, Herman, Herman Kane Field, Herman 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 Wakefield. Um, we have our uh, we're just we're just saying our our goodnights and our goodbyes. But I wanted to thank you for coming on the show, Herman Wakefield. Um, oh, let me turn you up. Uh, yeah. yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. And uh, once again, your your uh, your site is Northwest <laughs> underscore MCM Wholesale underscore Wholesale on Instagram. Yeah, yeah on yeah. Instagram. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for coming on the show. It was, it was really fun. It was really in, it was really uh, informational for us. Yeah, and the, you know, nice to meet everyone. Thanks, Dave, for you know hassling me into coming down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Tracy, did you want to say anything? We should take no a picture. Pressure. Can we? We should take a picture of your shirt for the okay, yeah, Instagram account. We have Filter we it, we have an ins- <laughs> we have an Instagram page too that uh, I think we have like four hundred and thirty followers. So, uh, but, well, maybe you'll get a shout out tomorrow. <laughs> I know. Maybe we'll get some more followers. This has been our whole our the the whole like strategy. But I mean, you know what I did learn? Uh, what I I'll say the lesson I took away from talking to you most is is you're you're very prolific and and disciplined about posting. I didn't realize you post ten slides a day. I think that's really impressive, uh, and I think that that uh, you're not just kind of like posting every you know one it's a meme lord with a work ethic. Yeah, you have a work ethic. I think so. In that sense, I think you've really earned your followers. Dopamine uh, addict. Dopamine addict. Maybe well, you have to keep the engagement up. If you don't post, it, it uh-huh. uh, punishes you. If you post every day, it rewards you. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, work ethic, though, sounds better. Work ethic. Okay. Anybody <laughs> else want to say? Internet, anybody else want to say good night? We 